Welcome back to Raising Healthy Eaters, the podcast. I'm Bridget, your host and founder of Raising Healthy Eaters. This is our first official episode, and we are going to talk all about snacks for kids. I'm excited about this one because parents often ask me for snack ideas or what I think about different snack products. So whether you're wanting to increase the variety that your child eats, get some fresh ideas, or just trying to move away from packaged snack foods, you'll get the rundown on snacks in this episode. These days, a lot of us rely on packaged snack foods marketed as snacks for kids for several reasons. For one, they appeal to our kids, which means our kids might actually eat them, and that makes us feel comfortable, right? That's reassuring for us. But they're also really easy and quick to pack in a lunchbox or serve up on a weekend. But often that convenience of packaged snacks overshadows their slightly darker side. From too much extra sugar, salt, and fat to excessive processing, many so-called kid snacks don't contribute much to our children's health despite their claims. And I can do a whole other episode on health claims you see on food packaging, and I certainly will if you request it, so let me know. But for now, Let's just say that many of the claims are unregulated, meaning they aren't necessarily true. So let me take a minute to talk about the sugar, fat, and salt in the context of packaged snacks. And I'm going to start with excess sugar. Too much sugar in a food product is usually the result of added sugar or extra sugar being added to the food when it's being made. And this isn't sugar that is found naturally in a food like the sugar in a banana or in an orange. You can think of it more like table sugar added to the recipe. So think about if you're making cookies, you're going to put in a cup of sugar or so. That's what this excess or added sugar is. And often more sugar is added to packaged snack foods to make them taste really good. And the same goes for fat. Extra fats can be added to packaged foods as a way to make it taste better. Now, both extra sugars and fats increase the total calories in a food, giving that food a lot of calories for how big, or in some cases, how small it actually is. The result with these types of high calorie, low volume, or small size snack foods is that our kids will still feel hungry after eating them and they'll eat more and it becomes a lot easier for them to take in too many calories or more than what they need, which down the road can contribute to weight problems. Now I want to look at salt. So the problem with too much salt is that over time it can contribute to high blood pressure This is a condition that we're seeing more and more in young children and adolescents these days. So I am not telling you to go limit salt intake for your kiddo, but just know that a lot of the packaged snack foods that kids like to eat can be very high in salt or sodium, and sodium is how you'll see it on the food label. So I I know I did a quick run through of sugar, fat, and salt. Now I want to talk about the processing, which I also mentioned. 
Processed foods are those that have been modified from their natural form. And there's quite a range of processing from your basic everyday cooking, preserving, or baking to ultra-processed foods like soft drinks, chips, frozen meals, deli meats, and fast food. Basically, the food is changed from something recognizable, like an apple or maybe wheat berries, to something with little to no recognizable ingredients and many added chemicals and compounds with little nutritional value in a food that is highly processed. Its ability to support health is minimal and in some cases can actually be detrimental. The other problem I've observed with packaged snack foods is that they are marketed to kids. And this often leads us to believe The kids will only eat foods that are sweet or crunchy or chewy or brightly colored or superhero themed. And we fall into this trap of thinking that kids need or will only eat special foods made just for them. And this isn't true either. It's simply marketing and effective marketing at that. But I think it's important to become aware of how marketing tactics both influence our decisions when purchasing food and our children's desire to have that food. Again, this issue and idea of marketing can be an entire other episode, so I will save that for later. Now, I don't mean to guilt trip you if you do use packaged snack foods. Like I said, a lot of us do. I certainly do. So please don't feel bad about doing it. I just want to provide some education and context that will help empower you to make the best decisions that work for your family. And I don't mean to demonize packaged snack foods because there are plenty of options that can be part of an overall balanced eating style for your children. And you'll see that in our ultimate guide to healthy snacks for kids, which is a tool I created that you can use when deciding what to offer for snacks. What I did was research all of the most common snacks given to kids and categorized them as green, yellow, or red based on the amount of calories, added sugars, added salts, added fats, and the level of processing. So for example, Baked Tocito scoops were classified as a green food, meaning they offer better nutrition than, say, a fruit roll-up, which was classified as a red food because it's basically pure sugar. So what does this mean? This means the Tostitos would be okay to serve up more often as part of a balanced snack, and the fruit roll-up is something you'd want available less often and maybe paired with something that's got a higher nutritional value. All right, so I talked about a balanced snack. What exactly does that mean? Basically, a balanced snack is one that is made up of foods from different food groups and provides a good mix of fats, proteins, and carbohydrates, along with a variety of vitamins and minerals. So we're talking about something that's well-rounded, nutritionally speaking. And the snack guide walks you through what to look for on a food label. It also walks you through how to build a nice balanced snack. So be sure to check that out. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. But to create a snack, 
with packaged snack foods, I think my biggest tip is to not rely solely upon the packaged food as the entire snack. Pair it up with something that has less processing or a higher nutritional value. Something like fruit or vegetables, um, sugar snap peas are a fun veggie for kids to eat. Or you could pair it with something like guacamole or a piece of fruit. My next tip for creating a snack using packaged foods, and just for creating a snack in general really, is to think of snacks as miniature combination plates. I think we've all been to, you know, a restaurant where you have the option of getting a combination plate and it's got kind of a sampling of lots of yummy things. You can think of a snack in the same way, like a miniature version, a mini meal made of several different food groups, a mini combination plate. I recommend choosing a food from at least two to three food groups. Three is preferable if you can, but at least get two different food groups in there. And an example of this would be grapes, a granola bar, which in this case would be our packaged snack option, and a yogurt. This snack contains fruit, whole grains, and healthy fats, plus calcium, fiber, and other important vitamins and minerals that your kids need for their growth and their brain power if they're having these while they're at school. Now, on that same note, A snack doesn't have to be some kind of special packaged snack food. It can literally be a miniature version of a breakfast, lunch, or dinner meal. Think half a grilled cheese with some chopped tomatoes on the side or a piece of peanut butter toast with some fruit. Treating snacks in this way will help you ensure your child gets a wider range of nutrients to support their growth, development, and their ability to focus at school. Now, if you want more snack combo ideas and guidance on navigating snacks when your kids have food allergies, make sure to download our ultimate guide to healthy snacks for kids. This is a nine-page guide, and I know that sounds like a lot for snacks, but it really isn't much reading. It's mostly the ratings of all the common snacks that kids get with some good practical how-to tips toward the end. You can get the guide by joining our waitlist on the website, or if you happen to be listening to this after the fall of 22, you can sign up for our newsletter. When you do that, you will receive the guide as an email attachment, so make sure to check your spam and promotion folders if you don't see the email right away. It will come from Raising Healthy Eaters. I'll make sure to have the link for that in the show notes. Thanks for listening today. I really hope I've given you a few good tips for choosing snacks for your kids and that you take something valuable away from this episode. Make sure to stay tuned for our 10 episode series on the do's and don'ts of feeding kids. That is coming up next. I think it's going to be really helpful. So make sure you get it downloaded to your playlist. If you want more information about Raising Healthy Eaters, you can visit our website at www.raisingmyhealthyeater.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Healthy Eaters Official. If you do follow us on Instagram and Facebook, feel free to ask questions and request a topic for a future episode because I love to hear what you guys have to say. Check out the show notes for the links 
And thank you again for tuning in to Raising Healthy Eaters, the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day.